Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to 1096B of You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast. The Bs are always great guests, and we have a wonderful one, Jeffrey Anshel, who's a doctor of, of optometry, is going to talk to us about eye strain and why my eyes hurt. Maybe yours, too, as we get older. Dr. Enshaw is a graduate of one of the prestigious optometry colleges in America, the Illinois College of Optometry, served in the U.S. Navy, and now is the creator of the 2020-20 rule for computer display users. We're going to find out all about what that is. He's also written Smart Medicine for Your Eyes and What You Must Know About Age-Related Macular Degeneration. And we're pretty lucky to have him um, because he lives in, and maybe he's pretty darn lucky to do this, he lives in Kauai, Hawaii, um, an island that also has Oprah as a resident, um, as well as, I think, um, is owned in part by the uh, Larry Ellison of um, the one of the great big computer firms. Before we get to it, I should say that we are sponsored, as always, by Life's First Naturals, the makers of both True Biotics and Bovine Colostrum. The reason I take Bovine Colostrum regularly is because I take baby aspirin. It helps decrease the gut effects from all non-steroidals as well as vigorous exercise, but also with aspirin being a non-steroidal, it helps, I think, protect me. You can find out the double-blind randomized control data on that on their website, lifesfirstnaturals.com. Dr. Anshul, how did you happen to get involved in eye strain? And this is a wonderful book where you talk about things you can do to protect against it, um, such as changing the lighting? Yes. Um, well, several years ago, I had a practice that was near a university in the San Diego area, and uh, I had patients coming in. You, you've picked really bad areas to live in, right? <laughs> San Diego, well, yeah. Kauai, Hawaii. Well, you have to blame the Navy for San Diego. They sent me to, the, to San Diego to serve, but they never said I had to go back to Chicago, so... I made that made that choice, and um, my my new granddaughter got me to to Hawaii, where my son has been living for over twenty years. So that's fantastic. I, I take no responsibility for that. <laughs> anyway, so I had a um, an office near one of the universities in San Diego area. Patients were coming in with these, with these unusual eye problems for their age, uh, starting to become nearsighted in their twenties and thirties, or you know just different types of eye strain problems. And what I found is that most of them were uh, in the new computer sciences division. So I realized that, you know, th this computer stuff uh, must have some effect on the eyes and, um, and it's totally different than reading off a of paper because, you know, obviously computers uh, display screens have their own light and paper needs reflected light and it's in a different posture, the screen, um, resolution was different. So there was a lot of things that were happening in that area. And I thought that, well, maybe I should you know, start looking into this and uh, found a professor at one of the optometry schools in California 
who uh, was actually doing research on you know the uh, what we call er- you know visual ergonomics, in where he was looking at you know why uh, looking at a computer screen is different than paper and how our eyes adapt to that. Um, so anyway, it's an area that I jumped into and uh, you know brought it back to my practice, and then I actually started a consulting company where I would actually go to businesses and teach their employees how to use computers and that ruin their eyesight. And what's the 2020-20 rule for computer screens? I use, I, I, well, I must uh, admit, I uh, use computers probably uh, 12 hours a day um, and uh, have not learned all the rules and what you should do, so I'm hoping you teach <laughs> me too. Well, I've I've been doing uh, other media interviews for years, and back in the late 90s, uh, I was doing some TV interviews, and, you know, they have a time restraint, and they say, okay, let's get right down to it. What can people do to reduce their eye strain on computers? And I came up with a 3B approach, which is blink, breathe, and break. So I talked about blinking because we blink less when we look at computer screens and our eyes dry out, and that's one source of eye strain. I talked about uh, breathing because, you know, reduces our oxygen flow and we hold our breath and don't breathe properly uh, because I've I've been involved in yoga and that type of thing. And then I talked about taking breaks. And uh, I realized that, and actually there was a study um, that was not related to eyes, but it was related to computer use. And they said, well, taking more uh, shorter breaks more frequently was better than waiting two hours and taking a longer break. So I thought that, okay, well, people can relate to eyes with, you know, 2020 vision. So why don't people just take, you know, a 20 second rest every 20 minutes. And by the way, when you look 20 feet away, your eyes are more relaxed than they are looking up close. So I said, all right, let's call it the 2020 rule every 20 minutes. Just take 20 seconds and look 20 feet away, and that'll relax your eyes. Well, I didn't realize it was going to take off the way it did. Now, (laughs) one of the things that I know of, um, if you will, is that I have um, a window behind my computer. And behind my... Everybody wants to be outside, and if they can't be outside, they want to see outside. So that's very common. And I know that if I don't have the blinds down, I have much more eye strain. What's going on? Well, your eyes, remember your eyes um, are kind of like a camera in, in a sense, and they adjust to the brightness that you're looking at. The pupil, which is the, you know, the black hole in the middle of the colored part of your eye, that gets bigger and smaller depending on what the light is. So, for example, you walk into a movie theater and your pupil gets very big to let more light in. You walk back outside and it gets very small to keep too much light from coming into the eye. So it's constantly adjusting the lighting. Uh, So if you're looking at your computer screen and if you've got this window behind it, your eye is going to adapt to the dominant brightness, which is outside. And outside light, while it's great to be outside, um, as far as looking at computer screens, the outdoor light is un- uncertain and it's variable. You don't know if it's cloudy or sunny or hazy or what, and then it changes all the time. So it's, it's, it's a challenge. So 
having blinds or curtains on the windows or having your computer screen off to the, or the windows off to the side of your computer screen are the better way to go because your eyes need to adjust to the brightness of the screen, not the brightness of the window. Now, you have a great chapter on uh, nutrients and eye disease. Um, talk to us a little bit about nutrients and eye disease. Um, I don't want to give away everything, and this book is a wonderful book um, that you can obtain from Amazon. Um, I'm pretty sure of that. Um, and it is called What You Must Know About Eye Strain. The author is Jeffrey Anshel, A-N-S-H-E-L, the person we're talking to now. So, Jeffrey, tell us a little bit about the nutrients. I take, for example, um, and you'll have to say, is this appropriate? I take uh, 1,100 milligrams of uh, DHA a day, and I know you cover DHA in this mm -hmm. uh, chapter. Sure. Yeah, but basically everything I do uh, these days about uh, eye health is based in nutrition. Uh, back in the 70s, I used to work at a holistic center near San Diego, and uh, everybody I worked with, all the other practitioners, had nutrition attached to their specialty, chiropractors or acupuncturists or whatever. And I was the only one that didn't. <laughs> and of course, when you talk about Nutrition for eyes, most people think, well, just eat carrots, right? Carrots are good for your eyes. Well, I uh, did a little research in that and found out, well, while it sounds like a good concept on paper, it doesn't really work that way. Uh, carrots aren't going to change your prescription if you have you know, nearsighted or farsighted. Um, but there are nutrients. You know how carrots started, don't you? It started as a effort in World War II because we didn't want the Germans to know that we had radar. And so the what was then called the War Department put out a rumor that the reason we were able to shoot down planes so well was our pilots were fed a lot of carrots. It was all fake. Uh, actually, that, that's close. That's close because it was actually bilberry. Uh, it's uh, kind of like a blueberry. Yes. In, um, in other countries, yeah. That's a common uh, misconception. I mean, but bilberries and blueberries are good for your eyes. Uh, any of the right. dark-colored fruits and vegetables are great for, for vision in general. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you're right. They, uh, the carrots were, a, uh, were, a, <laughs> were done by our own service to mislead the Germans yeah. into not sure. knowing we had radar. <laughs> yeah. and, well, apparently it worked. But then, you know, and then your mom told you to eat your carrots for your eyes, but, um, it yeah, I mean, persisted. It's, again, <laughs> it is. It just keeps on going from generations. But, um, yeah, I mean, there are good, you know, fruits and vegetables for your eyes. And, um, you know, for, for you, um, specifically because you're doing the DHA, the fish oils, um, you know, those are good for specifically for dry eyes. Um, even though there's other nutrients as well, you can't just load up on one nutrient and think that this is the magic bullet that's going to make my eyes better. Um, there's a lot of them. You know, typically what we talk about is uh, lutein and zeaxanthin, which are two uh, other carotenoids similar to what's in carrots um, that do accumulate in the back of the eye to protect the eye 
and to increase the vision and, and the sharpness and and um, you know black out the blue light, which is a you know blue light is a an issue, but not for computer screens, by the way. Um, we're, and we're and in fact, all the time. In fact, some recent data on uh, lutein, zeaxanthine, and uh, one that I can't pronounce, beta carotenoxanthine. Um, no, were, are also good. Yeah. Are also good for your brain. So, um, and the retina. Yeah, is, it, is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Lutein and zeaxanthin have been found in the brain. So that's that's absolutely correct. And I suppose the retina is that organ. Part of the so, part of the brain. Part of the brain. And, yeah. and so, um, the eye strain. And um, there, there's a shift on my. Um, iPhone and also on the Android phone I have that's called a red wavelength shift that goes that switches from uh, blue to to I guess red wavelength at um, 10 p.m. and comes changes back at 7 a.m. I always thought that was for sleep. Does it also help help my eyes? Well, there's three things we talk about blue light. See, blue light, the blue end of the of the light spectrum has the highest energy. And like the UV light that comes from the sun, that's blocked out by the cornea in the front of the eye and the lens inside the eye. Those will absorb the UV light, but the blue light, which is the next lowest energy level, reaches the retina. So basically, the blue light and the spectrum is the highest energy level of light reaching the retina. So it can potentially cause harm if overexposed. Um, but the, the number one source of this blue light is the sun. So that's why sunglasses are critical uh, because, you know, this is where most of the blue light comes from. Well, ever since the iPad and the, uh, has come out and the, um, the technology has gone more toward LED lights, they actually put out a higher range of blue light than the traditional incandescent light. So that's why people are starting to panic a little bit because there was a study came out of France that showed this blue light, you know, could be problematic for retinal health. Well, it does three things. There's first, you know, we we look at eye strain and well, let me do eye strain last because we're talking about it, but they talk about the sleep issue. And that is true because the blue light, you know, stimulates the uh, your your awareness, your wakefulness. And that's why, you know, when you, you wake up, the sky is blue, you're getting a lot of light into your eyes, and you wake up. Okay, so um, getting a lot of blue light before you go to sleep is not a good idea. And there's our, there are studies that show that, you know, um, people sleep poor or less often, less well, when they have, you know, looking at their uh, laptops or, or iPads before they go to bed. So that's, that's a very real thing. Now, as far as the um, health of the retina, they've also talked about potential macular degeneration because that's a problem as you get older. The macula is a part of the retina, the central part of the retina, and you know, with aging, it, it can degenerate. And they're saying, well, if you've got all this high-energy light coming into the eye, maybe it's causing the degeneration to happen earlier. Well, maybe, but they, you know, we've had macular degeneration a lot longer than we've had computer screens. So I'm kind of not, you know, convinced totally of that, but, you know, there's a line of thought and there's no, you know, solid evidence of that. 
uh, in the literature. But the eye strain part also, they're talking about the blue light being harder to focus on. And honestly, I think it's more the fact that we're using the screens for everything. You said you use a computer about 11 hours a day and got news for you. I've, I've had patients that, you know, use it 18 hours a day. And, you know, it's kind of crazy that people are, we are locked into our screens so often. I saw a statistic that said we check our um, cell phones every five and a half minutes on average, which is over 250 times a day. So, I mean, it's, it's getting kind of out of hand and, you know, certainly with kids as well, you know, long-term uh, effects of this, we don't know yet, but uh, we do know that, um, you know, we're being affected by, you know, all that screen time. We're talking to Dr. Anshul, a optometrist, doctor of optometry, who wrote the book, What You Must Know About Eye Strain and how it is a outstanding way of uh, understanding your eyes in general. A great book. Um, so don't take my word for it. Get the book yourself, What to Know About Eye Strain, and learn how to, in fact, help your eyes last well into the next century. I don't think that's true. The next century won't start for 80 years or so, but help your eyes last as long as they can. What you must know about eye strain, the author, Anshel, A-N-S-H-E-L, Jeffrey Anshel, the OD or doctor of optometry, a wonderful book. Thanks very much for coming on. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast, 1096B. Bees are always great guests like Dr. Anshel. Thanks very much. We'll be back next week.